everyone. It's Michelle Meyership, CEO of Dress for Success Worldwide. Did you know that according to the World Economic Forum, it will take 132 more years to close the gender pay gap? We can't wait that long. This is the fourth episode of our five-part series entitled Power Shift, which explores the qualities that people rely on to help them triumph over the greatest challenges in the most challenging of times. So far, we've covered agency, power, and resilience. Now, we're going to talk about courage. This holds layers of meaning for everyone, depending on their life experiences, backgrounds, and culture. In this week's conversation, I'm excited to hear from a true maverick in her field, and also a dear friend, who happens to be the CEO of the aptly named NBA basketball team, the Dallas Mavericks. Sint Marshall also has been a dynamic force for diversity, equity, and inclusion over a long and storied career, including a 36-year tenure at AT AT&T. She will be speaking to Cheyenne Jones, our global ambassador from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Let's get started. The PowerShift podcast series is sponsored by our generous friends at Chart Industries, who are also participating in the Your Hour, Her Power campaign. Thank you so much for your support. Cheyenne, it is so good to see you. How are you doing, sister? Hi, I am so good. It's cold over here in Canada, but I am good. I am so happy to be here with you today. You know what? I'm so glad we are a part of this discussion to talk about courage. Oh, it's one of my favorite topics. So let's talk about it. Cheyenne, how would you define courage? When I think of courage, I think of the ability to feel the fear, but do that thing anyway. Like let those feelings go all through your body when you're facing a particular situation or a person and just do it anyway, whatever that is, whether you want to branch out and take on a new position at work, if you want to confront a difficult conversation, let those feelings rise up within you, but do it anyway. To me, that's courage. See, I love that. I agree with you. And I have a kind of a similar, I think, sentiment about that word. To me, it's really choosing to do something. And you said it, you know, fear, something that scares you. Choosing Mm -hmm. to do something that is really unfamiliar to me, uncomfortable, it scares me, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to have the strength to just look it in the face and just do it. I like your definition. You know, like I said, it aligns with how I think about it because often people will say something to me, I'll do something or they will read something and they'll say, oh, thank you for the courage to do that. And Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, that's beautiful. But I don't think that was a courageous move for me because it didn't scare me. It was something I just felt like I needed to do. I wasn't uncomfortable with it. But courage to me is about what you said. It's that fear. Really when I'm uncomfortable. Okay, so let's talk about how we got to a point where we could face this fear. Because I know your background. You know my background. We have truly been in some courageous situations. So kind of who exemplifies this quality for you? Like where did you see courage? Where did it show up? My mother is a courageous woman. She had the courage to move from Birmingham, Alabama with six, well, well, four kids at the time. I was the baby. She left the Jim Crow segregated 
south. She left Birmingham, Alabama, and just took her family to California, across the country, where, frankly, she only had a set of in-laws. And then she had the courage to start a career, courage to just believe and trust that her family would be okay. Now, to me, every time I think about my mother's story and think about her courage to move and put me on the bus, you know, on the train as her baby and three other kids and her husband, that's courage to me. Because you know that had to be something that was scary. So I always kind of point to my mother. You know, people will say, well, who in history? Well, my mother. She was a courageous woman. Who, who do you look to for courage? Who kind of played that role in your life? You know, I'm right with you. You have to stick close to home. And I look at my mom. You have to. You have to. <laughs> you, you have to. I mean, there's a, all kinds of courageous people outside of our inner circles, but I have to look at who's been there, who I've seen take those steps. And as a single mother, left a difficult, very difficult relationship had four children and raised those children. Same thing. She had the courage to move out of her comfort zone into a small town to start a new job. And I still remember the day I was probably six or seven when she got the phone call that she got the job and how excited she was for that new job. Right. And you know, that took courage. It takes courage to do that as a young mom, to move your children. Got to be so excited here, Cheyenne. We're both giving examples that really speak to what dress for success is all about and what this your hour her power is all about it's about taking that courageous step with women like your mother my mother to help them achieve that economic success so they won't have to be courageous by themselves do you think that your mom knew that those steps that she was taking were actually courageous or do you think maybe she was thinking this is just what i have to do that goes right back to what i was saying earlier sometime when people say we're courageous. I'm thinking, no, just do what I had to do. Let me ask you a question. Has your sense of courage been redefined as your life and career has evolved? And I will say for me, only from the standpoint of when I had to exercise courage. Sometimes there were times when I could pick and choose when to be courageous, you know, the fear that I would really face. And usually it was self-impacting. But then it got to the point as my career evolved, I had to be courageous for my team had to have courage for a community, like when we had our courageous conversations in the summer of 2020 around just kind of racial injustice and all that. I'm using courage now more for others as opposed to just being courageous for me. What about you? How has it evolved for you? That's deep. I like that. It's a very good question. And when I think about it, I think I have to say, I'm not sure if my definition of courage has changed, but I think how I see myself being courageous has changed. I guess what I mean by that is there was a time when I wouldn't have noticed that I was courageous. And now I can step back after I have a difficult conversation with myself, whether I pursue healing, whether I pursue some self-development, the hard stuff that, you know, it, it hurts in your core. Yes. It's those times now I I can look and I can say, that took some oomph, girl. Yes. And the thing is, is what I'm realizing is that has been there the whole time. Courage didn't just drop down on us. Right. You know, we didn't get to a certain age and all of a sudden we made friends with courage. (laughs) That stuff has been there from the beginning. Everything we need is within us. And I think that's the involvement. You're exactly right. Sometimes it manifests itself. Because I find myself even now, you know, I have four kids, right? I mean, they're all grown now. 
but I would have to sometimes demonstrate courage and role model it for them. When mm. we were in some kind of scary situation, either with the family or had to face our fears. I mean, I had to demonstrate that, you know, I'm a cancer survivor. And when I got diagnosed with cancer, and I will say my friends from Dress for Success across the country in Charlotte and other places were right there for me above and beyond their mission. I mean, they were just part of my network and my sisterhood. It was scary. I mean, having to face chemo. And so let's talk about some of the lessons. So think about some of the times when you really had to express courage. And we'll talk in a second if we have time about the difference between courage and determination. But just what lessons in your own life can you connect to this whole concept of courage that you're the most proud of? I mentioned mine about just having the courage to fight cancer. I'm just real proud that I faced that fear and I did it. And I've had to use courage before. I mean, courage to start college, you know, join a sorority, being the only person in there that looks like me, launching a careers with colleagues who didn't look like me, yeah. just being in situations a lot that really that were fearful, you know, that I had a lot of fear about and just courage to kind of defy the odds, you know, showing up in so many different situations. But that courage to fight cancer, I think is the one that, that I'm the most proud of. What about you, Cheyenne? Just listen to you speak. I feel like I can do about anything right now. I mean, it's just dripping off you. You know, it's just, this stuff is just dripping off you. It's so inspiring. But you know what? I think those inner battles are always the hardest, right? And I can think of a time when I was most proud is when I realized that I could no longer hide from recovery. I could no longer hide from healing. Yes. I had to let these walls down that I had put up. And when I had made a decision to go and get counseling and I was in that elevator and that fight and flight, you know, hit me and I wanted to run and I was mad and I had all these emotions going up to that fourth floor in that elevator to talk to this counselor. When the doors opened, I stood there and I said, okay, Cheyenne, you can go back downstairs, you can leave this building, or you can stay right now. You can make a courageous stance and you can fight for healing. What are you going to do? And that was extremely difficult, but I walked through the door and it started a beautiful process. That's the part of my journey that I'm most proud of when it comes to, to allowing courage to breathe through me. You're getting me like emotional now because <laughs> I watched one of my children, one of my daughters, really, really demonstrate courage with the recovery process mm. and to just watch where she was three years ago and where she is now. And it all started from a courageous step of, I need to go and get help and I'm going to step into this place and I'm going to take this fear and this demon head on. Yes. And she did. And honestly, I'm probably more proud of that than any act of courage <laughs> that I have demonstrated in my life. It's like, yes, I want to role model courage for my kids, but I think she actually role modeled it for me through a similar process that you're talking about. Mm, that's powerful. Let's talk about the difference between courage and determination. And I think a lot of times I know for me, I think now I know the difference. And I think often, you know, people will get it confused because Sometimes, you know, I know for me, I'm determined to do something. I have a goal. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not fearful about it. I don't think it causes me to have a lot of strength in the face of pain or grief. It's just something I'm determined to do. So I go and do it. 
But when the fear factor comes in and the pain and all of that, that's when I think it kind of translates into courage. What about you? I agree, because I think you can be determined, but yet not be courageous. You can't be courageous without being determined. Right. Oh, I love that. You need to make that into a quote. So when we're not on the podcast, we're going to make a post. (laughs) Because, I mean, there is a difference. And I was even thinking about the work that Dress for Success is doing. I mean, Dress for Success, yes, they are determined to help women you know, who are in circumstances where they don't have the economic power and freedom that we want them to have and that they deserve to have. And so they are determined to help them. But then they're just not determined that courage comes in where they come alongside these people, whatever circumstances they're in, they take on these fearful situations and the pain and grief of it all with these women. So to me, it's almost like it's kind of where you just cross over. When it becomes a scary situation, you cross over and you just do it anyway. And not all determination leads to courage. We're going to take your comment and we're going to make a post. <laughs> because I want you to remember what you said. That was <laughs> profound. Sister, I have just loved having this conversation with you. This was wonderful. This was great. Highlight of my day. Yes. And so what we want to do is just make sure that our listeners, understand what we're really talking about here. And that is that we have had points in our life where, yes, we were determined. Yes, we were on a mission to get some things done. But then there were some times where we were just flat out afraid and scared and dealing with the unfamiliar and things that were uncomfortable. Even with that, we had strength in the face of pain and grief. And we're encouraging our listeners to know that they also can be courageous and they can face some of their fears and grief and uncomfortable and unfamiliar situations head on. And so whatever that looks like, however it shows up, they can do it. We did it. We're doing it. Our mothers did it. Absolutely. And so let's do it. Let's be courageous. Let's just dig in and muster up that courage to take on a lot of things personally, professionally in our society uh, that need to be taken on. As women, I think uh, we role model that quite a bit. Any parting words from you, Cheyenne? Yeah. And I would just say, you can take the small steps first. Take those tiny little baby steps first. You know what I mean? Have the courage to take a different route to work. Yes. Have a courage to change up your routine. Do these small little things to get you going, to build up your confidence, because I promise you courage is in there. It wasn't given to some and not given to all. It's in there. We all have. You just have to let it come out. So put yourself in situations where the courage will start to drip out of you. And before you know it, you're going to be taking leaps and bounds and you're going to be saying, how did I do that? I finally had the courage to do this, to leave this, to grow this, to move forward. But it's those baby steps. So girl, sister, auntie, start small and start strong and you're going to land big. I promise you. I love those words because you just used those words, I am sure, to encourage. Yeah, courage is at the end of that, to encourage some people. So many people Mm. are discouraged every day. 
I want them to play this back, listen to what you just said and be encouraged. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, sister. Love you too, girl. Truly, truly extraordinary. The energy was incredible. Thank you, Sint and Cheyenne. I cannot thank them enough for their generous views on courage and for their participation in our campaign. Women like Sint and Cheyenne are the reason we celebrate female leaders this month. They are the women ushering in much-needed socioeconomic change and lending a hand in their communities with a very generous spirit. Their experience puts the courage in encouragement. Listen in to next week's episode, sadly our last episode, but on the bright side, a great topic, and on one of my favorite personal qualities, resilience. To learn more about our global campaign running this month, please visit yourhourherpower.org. Thank you and have a great week.